We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Today I want to introduce you to Sue. Sue is a local friend of mine here, one of my uh, fun adventure travel buddies that has been a big part of a lot of my life and adventures and she is just a super awesome human that I'm really, really excited has agreed to come on and chat with me here. So Sue, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited. Um, We were just chit-chatting about the finer points of, you know, where a microphone needs to be and how loud our voice needs to be and what our voice sounds like here as opposed to, you know, when you're up at two in the morning and joking around. (laughs) Slightly different. Slightly different. That's all. Totally normal. Thoughts are the same. Definitely. So um, I have a list of questions that I go through with each of my guests, and it's designed at just getting to know you, um, being able to share your perspective and the way you've experienced life, the way you view the world, and just giving people to understand a chance to understand who you are. Um, so yeah, take your time, just chat along with me and I'm excited to, to get started and get to share who you are with people. Sweet. I'm so ready. (laughs) So we jump right into question number one, which doesn't start off. Um, I never like to ease people into things. Apparently this seems to be a trend. (laughs) So question number one is who do you define yourself as? (laughs) That's a banger uh, for sure. Um, I, that's an awesome question. Um, I would say. My very first answer would be my relationship to the world. So who am I in relationship to people? Who am I in relationship to nature? Who am I in relationship to God? Um, And I feel like that would sum me up pretty well. Um, Who am I to my friends and my family? Am I a caretaker? Am I an encourager? Am I a lover? Am I those things? Who am I to nature? Do I cultivate it? Do I nurture it? Do I want to see it grow and flourish and who am i to god like am i a servant am i a daughter am i Mm. things like that and i think that all those things can sum up who you are as a person because i just don't think we're one side where there's so many levels to us and so many sides to us and i think yeah that's probably how to answer that one that's um very thorough really incredible and I I love that so much I don't think I've heard everyone gives me such a different answer in that and I've loved hearing everyone's perspective on that and how they would um maybe define who they are but also like how they they view their impact on the world and you really gave such a full view of that you know yeah mind body spirit uh this world in physical in physicality uh life and relationship and you know eternity and how you view that as well yeah well i definitely say like mind body and spirit is like a huge part of how i live and how i want to treat other people because if you just treat one thing then you're neglecting a whole side of a person and they just cannot flourish if a side's neglected and i work in healthcare and a large part of that too is not just focusing on the physical 
but I want to make sure they're comfortable mm -hmm. and they're safe and they have all of their needs met because that's when you truly end up healing. Mm -hmm. If you're only healing one side, then you're not still completely well. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so you work in healthcare. You're in a neuro wing as a nurse? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I work in an intensive care unit, um, all neuro, so brain and spinal injuries. Mm -hmm. um, it's truly incredibly fascinating. Mm -hmm. Also, very difficult work <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, I think also seeing that side of healthcare too is just incredible because. Um, you see a broken bone break and you can watch it heal and it makes mm -hmm. sense as it heals But when the brain breaks down when something happens in the brain, you can't physically watch it heal And it just brings a whole new dimension to humanity mm -hmm. in my opinion um, Seeing how people can regain certain functions or the stories that they can tell when you don't even think that they're awake or alive mm -hmm. still and yet their brain is still firing somehow mm -hmm. so honestly working in neuro has just deepened my belief in the human soul and spirit mm. because I think that there's just there's something deeper there mm. for sure and it's it's hard to deny it that's magnificent and like so in line with again how you were just defining you know who you are in that and just saying like we are more than that we are not just what somebody sees and you bring up a really a really deep point that I don't think we're all I think I think society and culture are getting better at but maybe as a whole, there's still a lot that, that scares us in that of addressing health and recovery as a full experience that, yes, someone experienced a physical injury, but there's more to that. There's how they feel. There's how they're comfortable. There's how they see themselves as they're healing and, and mm -hmm. being able to be in a field where you're with somebody and helping them through each of those aspects is it's quite awesome. Yeah, it's truly an honor to be able to walk alongside people in mm -hmm. that. Yes, and you have some amazing fun stories along with that as well, too. <laughs> it's quite the adventure Definitely. as well. <laughs> so a little lighter, what is your favorite food? Oh, well, oh gosh, I love food. Big foodie. <laughs> you know that. Yes, <laughs> we, took a, we took a whole day um, in New York and ate pizza, but not just one. No, we had five. Five. Five, and we are two... <laughs> smallish women <laughs> like five pizzas was a lot don't and stereotype us <laughs> the best part is though your your listeners need to know this that liana can eat <laughs> like this girl i'm like five eight she's like what five foot five foot yeah she she powered through i was i was dying i was so full and she's like what another one and i was like what <laughs> we walked a bit too so we, we started in brooklyn and we landed in manhattan or yeah, we were from Brooklyn to Queens to Manhattan, yeah. I believe. So yeah, we did a, we did a full gamut and uh, ate a lot of pizza, five different stops. So if you ever want to know what we recommend, <laughs> yeah. definitely let me reach out. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to share that. Totally yeah, worth it. We got that down pat. Um, <laughs> no, I love food. I grew up Italian. Um, so food is honestly a large part of life. Like you don't just eat to like feed your body you eat to enjoy the whole experience mm -hmm. so flavor <laughs> means so much um all that to say though my go-to is probably pasta of some sort <laughs> like I can always eat pasta um very Italian of you I know I know so generic I know okay. I love like meatballs <laughs> and sausage <laughs> like, yeah it's I'm sad, with you. but I love it's it good. yeah for 
for sure. <laughs> Are you reading anything right now? Um, no. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> Why say you yes. don't have any spare time right now? <laughs> I don't. You work how your shifts are twelve hours? Twelve hours. Yeah. Um, it usually ends up being like fourteen to fifteen hours. Yeah, and you commute into the city. Yeah. So it's a yeah. long day. Um, and then I'm also like in school because mm-hmm. I'm trying to advance my career as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I read textbooks. I mean, which that's great. It's yeah. so not interesting. I definitely um, remember that phase where you're like, I don't want to read anything. Yeah. At all. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, I I do love stories, and there have been books that like have definitely impacted me a lot. And literally last night, I was just thinking about how I want to get back into it, but time is a factor, so. <laughs> Once I can make that, I will. Totally reasonable, for sure. So what would you say would be your greatest fear? Ooh, honestly, the fear of not living life to the fullest. Mm. I know that probably sounds pretty basic as well, but I mm. am somebody who craves adventure and literally just loves life, um, and I want to experience all of it. And I'm okay experiencing the highs and the lows of it Mm. and all the different emotions that come. And I want to meet as many people as I can Mm. and learn as much as I can in this life and see all the beautiful things. So I would say my biggest fear is missing out on that or not pushing myself to do that because I think that's also an active choice that I can make. And I like to be comfortable too. Mm. Um, But more than that, I love to just learn and explore and see the beauty that's around us in humans and in nature. Mm. Yeah, and, and fear uh, uh, at the, the risk of missing out on adventure. Uh, she is not afraid to stand on the edge of a high cliff. <laughs> <laughs> she is not afraid to sleep out in the middle of nowhere. We've had some awesome adventures in that for sure. So, so yeah, I, I, would, I would see that. I think there is something to fear in and realizing that you've come to the end of your life and you, you, you missed out and you missed something and you, you overlooked time in a way. And I hear that's what you're saying. And I think yeah. That's... Yeah, I'm young and I think it's important to recognize that mm-hmm. and to take the time and not just be so focused on money mm-hmm. and, you know, building wealth and building my 401k and things like that. I think being responsible is incredibly important, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of respect for that. And mm-hmm. I do strive to be responsible, but you're I also very responsible. Think, <laughs> I try, <laughs> um, but I also think like there's things that you're not taking with you when you die, mm-hmm. and so what are those things, mm-hmm. and how can I experience that too? Because mm-hmm. not all of it goes with you, mm-hmm. and I think it's important to. I was actually just thinking about this last night too. Really important to stay grounded have your feet on the ground but your head in the clouds so like I love that you're grounded and you're responsible but you're also still a dreamer and you're still experiencing mm. and you're still searching searching for something greater mm. in life I love that feet on the ground head in the clouds yeah <laughs> super cool what would you say that you value the most mm, friendship mm-hmm. probably I love my friends <laughs> all of them so much um yeah everybody has impacted me substantially and I am most myself and have the most fun and I could be anywhere with them and nowhere like we could be in somebody's (laughs) basement and I'll be having the best time of my life you and I could be in Utah and I'll be having the best time of my life (laughs) um 
but yeah, getting to know people on a very deep and personal level um, means the absolute world to me. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that for sure. And it's something that you live out very authentically. And I get to uh, be the recipient of your awesome friendship. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you felt joy? Um, last night. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> I'm a pretty happy person, I would say. Um, Definitely. Yeah. No, this is a funny story, too. I had the opportunity to go to work last night, and I was having such a great day. <laughs> I was, like, outside. It's November, but it was, like, 60 degrees, and I was on a walk with my friend and her dog, just, like, in the woods, um, and it was so beautiful. The sun was setting. I was so happy. I got a text that I could come into work, and... Then I got a text from you that I could, like, hang out with your kids. And I was like... <laughs> I could hang out with my kids. And I was like, I love that. That's what I-. And I was like, I would love to hang out with your kids. That's way better. <laughs> um, and it was, it was so fun. Like, it's just... It makes me so happy <laughs> being around people and getting to hear, hear how their day was and their stories and doing fun things with them. And, yeah. It just made me so happy, and I was honestly really proud of myself for choosing Mm. people over money, Mm. because that hasn't always been something that I would have naturally done. Mm. But I'm at a place in my life now where I feel like I'm learning what's important and what's less important, and I think human connection and relationships are way more important than than money Mm -hmm. and things like that. I mean, you brought up responsibility earlier, and I would say that speaks to you know, stages of life. And you're in a stage now where you're allowed to make those choices without being irresponsible. And you're finally at a place where you can be like, I don't want a day of overtime. I want to go hang out with my friend's kids because <laughs> they're, they're home. And I, I, it sounds like fun getting my ear talked off by an 11-year-old. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And we love having you over and it's always so good to see you. Thanks. No, I haven't always been at this place in my life either where I was like, able to make that choice mm-hmm. and there's freedom in that and I just feel so blessed to be able to be in this place now mm-hmm. and make that choice and have that choice to make mm-hmm. yeah it is definitely something where you I think appreciating something is almost easier when you haven't had it at times where you can be like I really I really like this because I know what it's like to not have it and I'm not taking it for granted yeah mm-hmm. for sure Definitely. So would you say, when was the last time that you were afraid and why? Um, I would say the last time I was afraid and why is because I am 22 and I was caring for three critical patients at the hospital and I'm off orientation now and the one patient, her blood pressure just completely like bottomed out, which means it's super low um, and she's not getting blood to her organs and they were like, 
I need a nurse. And I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> and I was like, yikes. Um, and I am definitely prepared for this, and I have learned all of the things I needed to learn. Um, but realizing that I do have these lives quite literally in my hands um, made me afraid and also just respect the position I'm in so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, nursing and that thing is definitely like a team effort and people are so helpful doctors mm-hmm. are so helpful everyone's hands-on um, but realizing that I was like the point person in this situation made me be like wow <laughs> this is this is a lot to handle um, and it's quite the responsibility and that scares me and I think it's a healthy fear though and a proper fear, fear to have um, but yeah that that just hit like me over the head because I was like oh my gosh like <laughs> what am I doing <laughs> it's like those moments in life where we're like somebody's looking for an adult and you go I think that's me yeah <laughs> when like, did that happen oh no <laughs> you just like yeah and you, you put that very well or so well in just the sense of like it's a healthy fear it's a respect for the position it's a it speaks to your character and how you value people it speaks to um just your value of of how someone is over just your job or just making a paycheck and that you are there because you truly choose to be there and and care for these people and and you care for their life not just oh this is another day and another random patient it's like this is a human being yeah you really can't view it as just a job like an ordinary job Mm -hmm. so much so just because it hits you in the face every day how Mm -hmm. much someone's life is literally depending on you yeah um, and that's true for many careers as well, but this is just very direct. And it's the one that you're experiencing, yeah. so it's really prevalent for you. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Would you say there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? For sure. Um, I would say there's many moments. I would say I am always growing. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, more so, I would say I'm always going through some fire of some sort and being beat down and trying to get shinier after it. Um, we could call it growing. That sounds nicer. Um, Shiny doesn't sound sounds particularly good. bad either. Our sword's getting sharpened, yeah, as you can say. Um, no, there's been many, many things where I've been taught. I would say the greatest thing, though, or one of them, um, I was at track practice in high school. Um, I was very competitive, and my coach was like a father figure to me. Mm. Um, he spent a lot of time with me and really put a lot of work into me, um, which was very kind of him. And I had a lot of health issues in high school and a lot of like familial stress um, and things, responsibilities that like a normal high school student shouldn't have. Um, so I was very overwhelmed. And I remember after practice, I'd thrown up a bunch. I was just exhausted I had to go to work after practice um I still had all my homework and stuff and so sitting on the curb um just kind of like beat down and tired and my coach came up and sat next to me and he's like Sue everyone gets dealt a hand of cards but it's up to you how you play them Mm. and that changed a lot of perspective for me because I I could have pitied myself a lot for the positions that I've been in, and I could have felt sorry for myself, and I could have sat down and just let it, let it pass me by. Um, but after he said that, I realized that like, I still have choices to make, mm-hmm. and 
the hand of cards that I was dealt is not the greatest. Mm -hmm. um, and it was really hard. Mm -hmm. But there's still power in what I can do and what I can say and how I can turn things around a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so from then on, I kind of realized, like, no, I still have decisions to make and I still have power over what I want to do somewhat. So, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that changed my whole perspective on mm -hmm. just how I view different decisions in life now too is very much like, is this the greatest? No. Can I work with it? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think that the way you view life in that way is something I have, I have a ton of respect for, for sure. And something that really does impact the way you go through life with so much joy and the way you choose to be happy and the way you say, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to make the best of this because I do have so many choices and you live that way. And I think that's a message that so many, so many of us can be reminded of in such a great way to say that like, it doesn't matter what you've been dealt or where you're at in life. Like you have so much power over your choices mm -hmm. and don't just let it pass you by. Make them. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I think it's important to realize that you're like not always stuck. Mm -hmm. um, there is some way out 99% of the time. Yeah. Um, and it takes a lot of knocking on other doors, mm -hmm. banging other doors down. But I think through resilience and pure stubbornness, <laughs> um, you can find those ways and continue to live the life that you want to live. Absolutely. And you said track. So for anyone um, who doesn't know, which is probably most of you, <laughs> Sue is, was quite a track star, still runs a bit. Um, do, do you currently still hold any records at the high school? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, quite a few when I left, but that's many years ago now. <laughs> I got old. Um, yeah, I think I still have a few. Yeah. So, but. you know, she's quite fast. And uh, quite humble but uh very talented in that and uh <laughs> definitely pushed herself in a really cool way there for sure um and somebody that running with is a challenge for me <laughs> <laughs> have a need for speed <laughs> i'll say that yeah so what is something you think we have in common Ooh, you and i yeah um just the pure love for life mm. i think we both have like these like wide eyes like <laughs> when we look at things and we're just like just like stunned and like astounded and we we're like wow like look at all this and that like same like yeah that same just like zest for life um on one hand but then on the other hand I think we also both have this deep understanding of pain and empathy mm -hmm. for people and I think you and I actually get along very well on that because I think we both have a understanding of each other and um able to place ourselves in other people's shoes and I think that's one of the coolest things about traveling with you mm -hmm. and why you and I can both connect so well with people is because we have a deep understanding for people and what they've been through mm -hmm. um, and we've been through different things but I think that we yeah can connect really well on that and it's one of my favorite things about you it's one of my favorite things about you too <laughs> it's fun um yeah traveling with whether it's solo or with other people, I feel like I've just found um, you to definitely be someone that when I travel with you, um, I love meeting new people as well, and you do as well. So there's, a, there's an ability to really just be present with somebody and know that 
your heart is for that person as well. Mm-hmm. And there's so much freedom to learn and experience life, a place, a culture, and another human being uh, with a friend who, who values that as deeply as you do. So I appreciate that so much in you. Yeah, no, it's been so much fun. <laughs> About time to schedule something new, too. Seriously. <laughs> what is something you are looking forward to? Ooh, there's so much I'm looking forward to. Life is great. Um, <laughs> Well, I want to plan more trips <laughs> with my friends. Um, I guess nothing in particular. I just feel like life is pretty bright right now. And so <laughs> I'm looking forward to whatever is in store for it. Um, I'm a big planner, mm-hmm. and I love to know exactly what I'm doing all the time. Um, and I have no idea what I'm doing in the next few months, but I think it's going to be great. <laughs> and I think spontaneous things are going to pop up. and. Yeah, I'm just in a, such a good place and with my, myself and with my boyfriend and with my friends. And yeah, I just think adventures will come and go. And I don't know. I'm just looking forward to like keep going, I guess, mm. like moving forward. <laughs> That's just so every big, day. No, like, <laughs> it's, it's really cool. And, and yeah, you're in a place now. Uh, that you really are just loving, loving every day and every moment. And, and you, you tend to display that and have that attitudes regardless, attitude regardless of where life is. But mm-hmm. it's cool to see things kind of getting their act together for you. Yeah, I feel like things <laughs> are like falling into place. And yeah. it's just, it's happening. Whatever it is, it's happening. It's, hap- it's happening. It's here. <laughs> it's here. <laughs> what is something, if anything, you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in our world? Ooh didn't exist in our world I wish people could look outside of themselves for a second um I think our world would be significantly brighter and kinder if we could peel our eyes off of ourselves um I yeah so maybe I wish selfishness didn't exist um that's a huge thing I'm extremely selfish myself um we all are i (laughs) i mean it's innate i feel like we all have it yes Um, i would say you display it very infrequently (laughs) (laughs) i try but it's an active choice too to like take my eyes off myself and realize i'm not the greatest thing ever Mm -hmm. um so i kind of just wish people did that because i think things like the pandemic things like wars things like you know, all these political issues that have been popping up, if we kind of just, like, looked around for a minute and took into account each other, I think we would all have a slightly different take on how to handle these situations. Um, So it genuinely makes me really sad Mm -hmm. how people have just become more hostile. And, yeah, I mean, I understand that it's, it's tough and we're all broken, but, yeah, I think... Less selfishness would be a beautiful thing. I, I could think most of us could yeah. get on board with <laughs> wanting that to be a thing in the world, but when it comes down to actuality and how we play that out and what that looks like for ourselves and, mm-hmm. and viewing someone else, I think it's something that we should all take a, a long look and effort at making a change in our lives for. Right. I think it's an individual mm-hmm. decision for sure. And I think it's a decision that you have to make regardless if someone else makes it or not. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest part is we look at each other and we're like, well, they're not, so mm-hmm. I'm not. But this is a you thing, not a 
what you think. So hmm. you have to make that choice for yourself. Sometimes there really are you things. It's yeah. not a we thing, and we can't just shift responsibility, and we can take accountability. And yeah, I totally appreciate agree. that. What makes you feel known and valued? Oh, um, honestly, I love words. I love when people say specific things. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I love you means a lot, or things like that. But when someone, like, picks something specific out, then I feel, like, notice and, mm-hmm. like, oh, you appreciate that about me, and it makes me feel really good. Um, or taking time means so much to me. Like, hey, I have a free afternoon. You want to come walk? Like, things like that, <laughs> like, means so much to you. You're like, oh, you thought of me. Like, that's great. <laughs> um, also pretty simple in that. I just like to be heard and seen. I think that's a normal human desire, and mm. when people specifically point that out, it, it feels really good. Definitely. And and walk. Uh, you did walk quite a few miles with me through the start of this pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we are, I think, I want to say we're hopefully not in as much anymore as we used to be. <laughs> but yes, quite a few miles. Mm-hmm. We did our laps. <laughs> we got those in. <laughs> Good times. Where do you call home and what makes it home to you? Um, my friends, again. Mm. That's definitely home. I could be anywhere in the world. Um, and if I have just the few people that I love the most around me, that's genuinely all I need. Mm. Um, you could literally plop me anywhere. <laughs> like, I'm down for anything. But She is. <laughs> <laughs> if I have the people who know my heart mm. and know my soul the best, that's where I feel the most at home. Mm. Certainly not, like, a physical mm. place. I feel great anywhere, honestly. <laughs> but it's, it's the people that I'm around. Definitely. Love that. What is something you wish you didn't struggle with? Um, insecurity. Hmm. I think, and I think that might be surprising to some people. I do not come across as insecure. Um, my favorite phrase is fake it till you make it. <laughs> and <laughs> I embody that, <laughs> I think. Because <laughs> um, you would probably have no idea. But yeah, I would say I struggle with those things a little bit, um, comparing myself sometimes, or I, some would say I'm a type A personality, I don't know where they get that from, <laughs> um, but I want to be the best <laughs> at everything, and I compare myself to a better version of myself, mm. and I get insecure against me, which is really weird, um, but that also came from, like, track, because, like, in that sport, you're trying to beat your personal records. Like, it's you mm-hmm. against you. You're racing against you. Um, so in my life, that's often what I'm doing, too, and I can really get down on myself about it if mm-hmm. I'm not, if I know I'm not reaching my fullest potential. But I'm also, like, tired and sick and a human, and that's hard for me to kind of remember mm-hmm. <laughs> at times. It's definitely something I've seen you grown in over the years to embrace letting go of perfectionism yeah um and not in a in a way that it's down on other people but in a way that again like you're saying is down on yourself mm-hmm. and pushing yourself and expecting something that's like yeah i'm a human be a human yeah I don't, it's okay it's like why do i think i'm anything else i have no idea <laughs> sue walks around like a marvel character <laughs> like i just 
I want to be a superhero. I don't get what you I want. Are. You're a superhero to a lot of people, but you don't need to be your own superhero. <laughs> Thanks. What is something you used to struggle with but have grown in or don't struggle with anymore? I used to have very bad depression, actually. Mm. Um, that's another thing that you probably wouldn't guess after meeting me. Um, my natural face is like smiling. Like my resting face is like a smile, which is hilarious because she has a resting smiling face. <laughs> I like even when I'm angry and I'm like really really frustrated, my face will just like smile and like I am not happy. <laughs> like you you can't tell. Um but yeah, I used to struggle with depression a lot and just seeing the world as dark and ugly and painful and um wanting no part of it, honestly. And I still see those things, and I think that's realistic, and I think the world does suck a lot. Mm. Um, but I think it's important, too, to broaden that perspective and also notice the tiny little beautiful things that happen as well. So I think just shifting my perspective a little bit, but maintaining that realistic um, take on the world as well. Like, yes, it's horrific, mm. a lot that happens here, and that's wrong. But also, there's so much good around still and I think that's really shifted how I view things and people and life yeah definitely and there is that uh that choice to say like how am I going to see this how am I going to view this Mm -hmm. for sure yeah definitely um what is something you are confident in helping someone else through or with almost anything emotional um, I would say I have emotional intelligence. Is that, can I say that? Yeah, for sure. Is definitely. That wrong? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that I've been through a lot, um, mm-hmm. for my age, I guess. Um, for anyone, I think that's often something that we can tell ourselves that we can even belittle our own struggles or our own cards, if you will, mm-hmm. and say like, oh, it's a lot for where I'm at in life but if you were 55, it would still be a lot. Yeah, no, you're so, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've experienced a lot of different types of pain, I mm-hmm. would say, um, and that has really grown my empathy and my perspective of people. Um, and so I feel very confident when my friends come to me for things because while I may not have experienced that exact thing, I think we all have similar emotions as humans. And so I think a lot of times I've felt something similar before and I can relate to them and um yeah I've learned how to how to cope and deal with a lot and I feel confident giving that advice or honestly just like hugging somebody or listening Mm -hmm. or letting them know that I'm there for them but that's where I feel like I can offer the most in life Mm, for sure and maybe an occasional uh brake job on someone's car oh for sure (laughs) i love fixing car brakes (laughs) it's my newest hobby she's recently (laughs) learned and and is insistent on doing it herself which is i love hey i think if i can learn it and do it myself why not oh 100 percent. until there's a point where you sit there and say like i can do this but i'm gonna choose to not do that yeah but it's fun <laughs> i love it and this is where you and i differ on the car brakes. <laughs> uh so 
If you were to have $10,000 and two weeks that you have to spend it in, what are your plans? Whoa, that would be fun. Um, oh, there's so many routes I can go with this. Like, is Sue going to be generous? Is Sue going <laughs> to live the best two weeks of her life? I don't know. Tell me about living the best two weeks of your life. Living the best two weeks of my life. Um, wow. I want to go to South Africa really badly. Um, and I want to do some, like, wild things while I'm out there. Like, swim with sharks and, like, cliff jump and skydive and... Like, I really want to, like... Be an adrenaline junkie for two weeks. Yeah, pretty much. And that's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would love to do that. Like, have, like, a giraffe, like, eat off my plate. Like, things like that would be, like, probably the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a life plan for both of us in the next, hopefully, five years. It will happen. Yeah, definitely. No, no, this is something we're making happen. We've for been sure. talking about this for, like, the a past while. two years, yeah. so... Got to save that 10000 <laughs> Um yeah, if I was doing something for myself, that's how I'd spend it. If I wasn't, um, I think I just want to be, like, really generous with, like, mm-hmm. the people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, surprise, like, strangers. Like, mm-hmm. stupid little things, but, like, paying for their dinner or, like, picking a table when you're out to eat at a restaurant. Be like, oh, I'll cover theirs. Mm-hmm. Or small things, but I used to think 10000 was a lot of money, and then the older I get, I'm like, that goes so fast. It does go quickly. So. Yeah, um, I think like little acts of kindness hmm. would be really cool. I think that's cool too because it's like there's something in those little acts that for the person experiencing them, it gives them a moment to remember that we're human and we see each other and we care. And it maybe gives them just like a spark of hope where mm-hmm. they're at in life. And uh, I think that's cool. I think that's why you pinpointed that for sure. But Yeah, I feel like you could turn someone's whole day around mm-hmm. and then from that day though turn a lot more around for somebody mm-hmm. definitely is there any anything you wish you could say to someone you love but you don't feel like they're ready to hear it yeah i i don't know if i've pinpointed that to be honest uh there's a lot of people i love but um i'm a fairly direct individual mm. so i've probably said it <laughs> if I thought it most likely accurate <laughs> yeah I think that's a really healthy quality that you have is is not keeping something stuffed in and being able to find a, a kind way to share it mm-hmm. so for sure would you say there's anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from someone you love yeah um there are definitely I think one thing in particular, there's this one person, and I, I know it's out of love, um, but they will remind me that I am broken still. And that's very difficult for me to hear because I have two sides to me where the one side is like the strong, independent woman, and I'm like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I'm doing quite okay. And then there's that other side of me, though, that perfectionism side that's like, yeah, of course I am, and that's okay, but also, I want to be better, so then I want to mm. fix it, you know? And so it pushes me in these, like, weird directions, because yeah. I'm striving so hard to be the best that I can be, but also maintaining that I'm a human, and then also maintaining that, like, it's just okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Um yeah, because I've, I've grown in confidence significantly over the past few years. 
but I also still have like a sensitive side to me that like doesn't love hearing certain things. You're human. Nobody <laughs> wants to be put down and sometimes somebody might be saying something from a place of love and a good heart but not thinking of how it impacts that person. Yeah. And maybe their goal and what they're communicating isn't necessarily coming across and how you're receiving it. Or right. Maybe how it's intended. No, so. they 100% mean well. It's just yeah. difficult to process that and and know where I stand on it mm. rather than their opinion of me on that, you know? Yeah, I feel like that would be hard to hear as well in the sense of you're still choosing to see me for somebody that I'm either not anymore or isn't encouraging me to become who I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's a past instead of present future speaking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Do you have a favorite quote? Oh, I most definitely do. Mm-hmm. Okay. My favorite quote is this, and it's by Rick Warren, who's one of my favorite authors. Longing for that ideal while criticizing the real is evidence of immaturity. On the other hand, settling for the real without striving for the ideal is complacency. Maturity is living with the tension. Mm. And That's beautiful. Isn't that cool? That's super cool. <laughs> I love it because I... I find myself on one end of the spectrum a lot of times where I just want more, want more, want more. Or I'm like, okay, I'm sitting down, I'm good. And not that I get lazy, but I just get like passive. Um, But yeah, life is a constant like pull and tug and like you just go back and forth. And I think I'm learning very much to live with that tension of being like satisfied with life, but also this ain't it. Like, you keep going. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. There's more. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much to that, to, to wanting more, to being content, to being content but not complacent, to being uh, striving and pushing yourself to grow. But, uh, yeah, I, I love that. I love that so much. Thanks for sharing that. What would you say makes you feel at peace? Mm, this is a great question, too. I love all of these. These are great. <laughs> I feel like I'm, like, getting to know me. <laughs> um. It's fun because I feel like I definitely know you. I would say I know you very well. And also just there's something to be said about specific and intentional um, conversation and getting to know someone yeah. as they answer questions. I love that. Yeah, I think this is so cool because I would say I have myself, like, pretty well figured out. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I don't, like say these words out loud like mm-hmm. I have things swirling in my head all the time and like but like to like pinpoint these mm-hmm. specific things it's pretty cool so all that to say repeat that question again <laughs> yeah you're good I love that uh what would you say makes you feel at peace uh, okay um I find myself most at peace when I'm sitting in this one field overlooking the Tetons hmm. um the Tetons is like my favorite mountain range in the entire world I have this, like, super strange connection to it. Mm. Like, my heart, I cannot describe it. Like, comes <laughs> absolutely alive around the Tetons. They are so grand. Um, so, for anyone in the world that's listening, the Tetons, just in case, they're a mountain range in Wyoming, correct? Yeah. yeah. I was like, I've been there, but, but they are stunning. They're vast, and they are it's, peeking out into yeah. the sky, and they're stunning. It's these, like, 14 points of granite rock and covered in snow. And the lakes, the glacier lakes that surround them, and oh my goodness, the wildlife, and 
just the fact that it's this like wide open space and at night you see the entire Milky Way and like thousands of shooting stars um and usually when I'm there I'm with a very solid group of friends Mm -hmm. and that is the most peaceful content place I have found Mm -hmm. um also that's a trip so (laughs) um in everyday life though when do I feel most at peace um I love dusk time Mm -hmm. like as the sun is setting but not when it's like fully set but that like golden hour Mm -hmm. oh my goodness I drool every time (laughs) I'll be like driving into work at night and it's like dusk like this is the most beautiful day ever (laughs) I just yeah it's there's something about it there is something about that. I love sunset. Anyone who knows me or follows anything on social media <laughs> knows that I'm like a, a big fan of sunset. And oh, it's yeah. a moment that I love every day. And, and there's something, there is something special in that. And I also love that you pulled a physical place. That, that peace has been felt multiple times in a physical place. And it's in nature. You're, you're a big nature person. <laughs> big nature girl. <laughs> in, a really, in a really cool way. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I do not wear chacos. <laughs> just for your Those listeners. are a shoe, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a sandal. Okay. They're, okay. they're great. I just, I can't be like a total granola girl. Okay. So not I wear my white days. vans and I feel like that does the trick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God they're washable. <laughs> yeah. Those things have been, oh Through it. gosh, yeah. <laughs> they're great. Would you say your life feels steady or uncertain right now? Very steady. Hmm. Um, also though, I would say the majority of my life has felt very uncertain, but I've learned to live with that and have become adaptable Mm. to it. And so I don't mind either way. Honestly, steady more so scares me because I'm Mm. like, when is it going to, when is it going to become uncertain? You know, whereas when you're in the uncertain, you're like, okay, this is rocky and I know how to ride these waves. When I'm steady, I'm like, calm waters. (laughs) Do I paddle? Do I like just chill? Like, I don't know. but yeah, I'm learning, and it's steady, and it's, it's very nice. Mm. I love that. I definitely can understand and relate to that uh, at points in my life, for sure. Yeah. Is there anything you feel like you wish you could say to the opposite sex, but you don't feel like they uh, would hear it, or if they were to hear it, is there something you wish they would know overall, or adapt to, or understand? <laughs> This could become such a fired-up conversation. <laughs> it's been fun in both directions. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I can. I, I feel like um, we have grown up in a more conservative area, mm. which has its perks for sure. Mm. Um, tight-knit communities, amazing structure of families. Um, there's a lot of great things about living here. Um, there is also things that get pushed under the rug a lot as well um and i take an issue with that and i would say especially to the opposite sex uh which would be male in my case um just thought i'd point that out um that yeah take responsibility um and respect women as your equal and um own it Mm. own it because women are humans and powerful and beautiful and worthy of so much and capable of so much and i 
thoroughly, thoroughly believe that that should not be ignored. And I think things are getting better, all mm-hmm. that to say. But I think the culture that gets carried around here sometimes can lean towards uh, male dominance. Mm-hmm. And um, I struggle with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can align with that. Um, yeah, and again, I know you speak from a place of not referring to all men in that, that you also highly respect, love, and are cherished by some wonderful men in your life as well. So yeah. I want you guys to hear as you're listening to that, that this is not somebody who's just saying, like, this entire group of humans is bad. No. This is someone who's saying, hey, pay attention. Just listen up for those of you who choose to view uh, the opposite sex that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe stop. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No. Yeah. I'm, I gotta clarify. I have no, the not greatest yeah. men in my life. Like mm. I. Oh no. And I didn't hear that yeah, at all. I just, I'm so yeah. surrounded. But I, I've also experienced some of the worst men mm. <laughs> as well. Um, yeah. And those bother me. But yeah, I would <laughs> say that it goes to both sides too. Women also need to step it up. I just feel like as humans in general, we could really step it up. It's kind of where I'm at. Get it together, people. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> So in that vein, if you had 10,000 people in front of you listening to you, what is wisdom or something you would like to impart on them or have them take with them that you were to share? Say, learn this, hear this. Yeah. So I think um, as humans, we all wonder what our purpose is in life. And I think that's really a big question for everybody. Huge question mark. Um, And people pick very specific careers or very specific acts, um, actions that define them and their purpose, and I think that's awesome. But I think as, like, humanity in general, um, the two things I'd want to say to people is to love and serve each other. And I think that is simple, and that is our purpose as people. And I just think that it'd be so nice (laughs) if we could... (laughs) genuinely just love and serve and continue to give and if we all did that then you would be loved and served back Mm. you know what I mean um and that that's goes back to what we're talking about of just not focusing on yourself so much Mm -hmm. um but yeah I think we just took a moment to like do something for each other for once and not not so much self Mm -hmm. but more others I Mm -hmm. think that would that would change a lot in human interaction that would change our world yeah for sure yeah think of others do something for someone else and uh, take a lesson from sue here and (laughs) value other people in front of you because that matters and you can change the world with your choices to do that absolutely very much it's really valuable what is something you wish people knew about your culture Hmm, I have to pick a culture. <laughs> uh, it's such a funny um <laughs> it's such a funny thing. So for those that um I've interviewed within the states here, that's usually the response is what is my culture? Um I love that. I love that it's I think that speaks to the US that it's not so bound up in a box. Right. <laughs> like it's it's funny. I lived in um Vancouver for three months one summer. And I was one of the only Americans there. And it was Canadians and Brits. And that's when it hit me that, like, American culture is so different. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like, I knew that. Like, you read textbooks, you read things. But, like, 
being surrounded by other cultures and people who like you we align ourselves so closely with like mm-hmm. we speak the same language we look the same like there's a lot of the same between the canadians and um britain and here um but yeah i would say my favorite thing about american culture is kind of like the stubbornness of like don't tell me what to do because um, i thought that was like a me thing like just like my own like <laughs> attitude and then when I went there, they're like, you are so American. And I was like, why? But, like, I just, <laughs> like, when somebody, like, tells me what to do, like, I question it. Mm. Like, why Why are you, why do I need to listen to you? Um, and I think that's kind of unique to us as Americans. And I think it's really cool. And I think it's important to, like, question things. I think it's important to have respect as well. Like, let me say that um, for authority. But I also think it's really important to kind of, yeah, not be walked all over. and know why you're being asked to do something Hmm. um yeah so as an american that's how i'd answer that i guess i I don't think about no no i think that culture so much that is yeah i think that is cool and that does answer that of just yeah not not belligerent though i think oftentimes there's people within any culture that can take something positive and spin it somewhere it doesn't need to go but in light of your you know what you've said so far of Think of others, uh, do something for someone else, but don't be walked all over. And I love that we've been given the gift and privilege of growing up somewhere where we, you know, can question things. Yeah. No, yeah. I think it, I think it's important to like think for yourself. That's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely. And I'm not at all saying other cultures don't. Do no, that. no, no, for I sure. Think it's very American to like kind of like question <laughs> what's going on around you. Mm, for sure. Is there anything about your culture that you are not proud of? Probably that same thing, (laughs) because I think that same questioning can be viewed as very rude Mm -hmm. um, and hostile. And I know being in other countries, like I've been to Europe, and Americans aren't super well respected by everybody there. And that's really fair. We're kind of disrespectful and selfish. yeah. Yeah. And uh, America does have this, like, we are the best mentality, for sure. And I think that rubs people the wrong way, which is extremely fair. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'm not super proud of that. I think it would be good, too, for Americans to kind of realize, like, you're not the only country in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, to maybe, like, learn more about other cultures. I don't think it's really taught well in our school systems and things like that. Um, America. American agendas are pushed very hard, um, and it's good to learn about your own country. But I think it's also good to learn your place in the world as mm-hmm. well. In perspective. Right. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Definitely. So you mentioned purpose earlier. Uh, do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life? I do. I do. Um, this is something I have wrestled with for a long time. Um, since I was a kid, I've always, I've been a little different from people around me, and that's been, like, pointed out by adults, and I, mm. it always got to my head, like, I, I know when people are talking about me, and I know when, yeah, when you mean something more than what you're saying, and so I've always been, like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, mm. am I different? Am I, like, what am I supposed to do with this? And I've wrestled with it so much, and the thing that I've discovered is that I could be anything, and I can do anything. 
um, but I must do it all in love mm. and um, with a servant's heart. And I think no matter what I end up doing and how I end up living in the world and serving the world, I think to do it with love and to impact people genuinely um, is my purpose. Mm. Because I think I'm going to die one day and I don't think I'm going to leave this incredible legacy. And I don't think I'm going to be remembered out of 8 billion people like perspective wise mm-hmm. like I, I don't think so but I think the impact that I've made on other people mm-hmm. is what lasts mm-hmm. and that's what goes from generation to generation mm-hmm. and so yeah I think my goal is literally just to love others well and so that they know that they matter and they are loved and they can live their lives being comfortable with that mm-hmm. um, and that could look so many different ways and I, I don't and it might look a few different ways. I don't know as I go to Oru. But whatever I do do, I'm going to do it in love. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> and you live that out authentically and genuinely. And I'm grateful to be able to witness it, to experience it, and, and to know you as that. It's awesome. It's really cool. So do you have a favorite tattoo? And why? I I do because I only have one. <laughs> um, so it is my favorite. Um, yeah. So <laughs> tattoos are a taboo subject in my family. Um, but me we just outed you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, you they totally just outed me. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm Sue. But I'm tatted. Um, <laughs> whoops. Um, yeah. <laughs> and go big or go home. You didn't get a tiny little. Oh, no, girl. I'm into full sends. Yes. Like, one of my... Love it. So basic of me again. Wow. No. But, like, full sends only is, like, one of my favorite phrases. Because, like, <laughs> you just got to, like, go for just it. Just go. I'm, I'm there. I'm with you. <laughs> uh, hence why we get along so well. Yeah. We're like, yes. Oh, there's, there's steps that need to be taken? Okay. Whatever. I'm just going to do it. Um, <laughs> yep. I have a tattoo on my right hip. Um, and at the top is a lily. Because my full name is Susanna. And Susanna means lily. And the cool thing about lilies is that you can cut them down every year, but they're an annual flower, so they come right back up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have been cut down quite a few times, mm. but keep coming. Back. I'm coming back, baby. <laughs> <You know it. laughs> um, and the the phrase underneath it is "Victory runs through my veins," and that's based off of a poem I wrote about um, my identity, actually. And um, I've been hurt. By a lot of people and I feel like it's destroyed me as a person mm-hmm. and for a while I felt um to put this like in a visualization um like a clay pot mm-hmm. and I was broken and so I became mm-hmm. shattered on the ground right and I felt like honestly I was broken so badly that I became dust um and however though in that poem I kind of express how like those people are what broke me down I am not who I am because of them. Mm. I am who I am because of what God has done in me and, and how he has built me back up. Mm. And so, yeah, humans can break you down, but you are not who you are because of them. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not giving any credit to those people for who I became today. Mm-hmm. And so, based off of that, um, mm. yeah, victory runs through my veins. And mm-hmm. um, I believe I have overcome through... Jesus and I yeah I want to live every day like like a winner <laughs> no I had to turn that into a joke but like 
for real. Um, yeah, I, I believe that I serve the most powerful God and that he has brought me back to life. And mm. because of him and what he has done for me, I can live every day um, as if victory has run through my veins. Mm. So that is my tattoo. And it's my favorite. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> That's beautiful. And I think, yeah, just taking a minute to just, just let that absorb and to hear that. Um, I've heard that before. You've told me that before. And I, I love that. I think I can appreciate and understand and, and relate to so much of the we are not who people say we are. We are not defined by who someone says they they impacted us to be. Mm-hmm. And we can be, we can choose to be better than the cards we were dealt, but being dealt those cards or someone handing us a card does not make us better. Right. They don't get credit for right. doling us out something complicated because it made us stronger. Yeah, I think I used to give a lot of credit to those people in my life saying like, oh, I'm so glad that happened to me because mm-hmm. I became who I am today. Mm-hmm. And I am, I am thankful for all the things that I've been through because I don't think I would be who I am today. But I didn't feel comfortable giving them the credit for making me who I am. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like that was right and that they deserved that. Mm. And I really realized that like, yes, they are the ones that broke me down, but they are not who built me back up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important too, especially when you're working through abuse or difficult things like that to realize mm-hmm. that like no they did not win in the end mm-hmm. and and it's important to realize like you can get past this and you can you can learn how to cope with it and deal with it but to not give them any ounce of mm-hmm. credit for who you are yeah absolutely i think there's a lot of power that's taken back when you choose to understand that that is how it is Mm-hmm. That that person doesn't have power in making or breaking you, mm-hmm. and you choose to make or break who you become, and and what you allow in your life, and to place your your hope in, and what rebuilds you, as you've stated. So right, yeah. And there's a lot of beauty in that. I love that. So, what is or what are three talents you wish you had that maybe you don't? Oh man, honestly, I wish I could dance. Because I love to dance, but every time I do, somebody always tells me I need grease on my hips. It makes me so sad. Can you, you, maybe to paint a better picture, I think you have a great time on a dance floor, but um, have you ever had any personal injuries while... Wow. She's like straight, straight for the the jugular, straight for the chin. Um, I've been outed so hard. Yeah, right has anything ever happened to you on a dance floor when you've tried to more than once? <laughs> I have this <laughs> chronic problem that I have to do the worm at every wedding I go to. Yeah. Um, no, no alcohol induced. Just, just you. It's this chronic issue. Like, yeah. The dance floor is open. You know when people make that big circle and everyone goes in and does something cool. Yeah. Well, like, me trying to be, like, not traditional and, like, you know, trying to, like, break some barriers here. Yeah. I feel like the worm can really do that. (laughs) The issue is is that I go from, like, a handstand to the worm, which, like, in normal circumstances I can do. But when Mm -hmm. I'm so, like, fired up, and usually there's a tiny bit of alcohol involved. (laughs) Tiny might be, like, an understatement. Um, (laughs) I end up, like, smashing my chin into the ground. And this has happened twice so far. 
And I have absolutely split my chin open and, like, blood, like, everywhere. Like, I'm not kidding. This has happened twice. And you would have thought I learned from the first time. That's okay. And I was just at a wedding recently, and the worm got requested. Oh. And I didn't do it because I was like, I have two scars. I'm not joking. Two scars on the bottom of my chin from this. Yeah. But... But they're under, so we can't see them. It hasn't messed with your beautiful face. No, no. Not yet. (laughs) So I'm not going to smash it so hard if I, like, break my mandible. But, you know, it is what it is. It's for the love of weddings. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, I wish I could do the worm better for talent number one. (laughs) It looks more like the scorpion. Um. But it's a full commitment. And in in full Sue fashion, it is a full send. It is. Yeah, it's the fullest of sends. yeah, that would be a great talent. I wish I could sing, too. I mean, like, it's, like, those basic, like, because, like, you're just, like, around a fire, and, like, everyone's, like, having a good time and whatever, and I'm, like, tone deaf, so, like, what am I supposed to do, you know? And, like, I'm, I'm here for a good time, but it's not a beautiful time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fair enough. Those things. And um, I guess, like, talent-wise, I would just wish I could, like, learn faster. Um, I just, it's part of my, like, need to be better. Uh, you're quite intelligent. She learns quite quickly and quite well. And, uh, but, like, you know yeah. how you just kind of wish you could, like, know something? Yes, totally. Yep. Yeah, I have a, a desire to just, like, wish I could speak every language in the world. Yeah. 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 But that's unrealistic, so <laughs> I might need to keep working and then let that go. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's practice. Yeah. That's cool. Um, what is something you've accomplished that you're proud of? Um, being alive. <laughs> I'm proud of that. That's good. Um, yeah, I think, I think just, I'm, I'm really proud that like I'm happy, mm. and I'm really proud that like I'm okay, <laughs> and I'm living life. I think, I think in certain circumstances I could have chosen to not. Um, and I'm really thankful. But I, I'm here, and that I am really enjoying the entirety of life. I'm really glad you're here, too. Thanks. <laughs> great. <laughs> so glad. Yeah, there's definitely moments we can, not all of us, but definitely some of us can go through in life that make us feel like, uh, is it worth it? And mm-hmm. it is. It a thousand percent is. It is I worth it. I can fullheartedly say that. Mm. And I want to encourage anybody who thinks it's not that, yeah, you can hit rock bottom, like, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you float back to the top. Mm-hmm. That's, that's human nature. That's how our bodies are designed. You're a free diver. You know that. <laughs> you, you sink, but, like, you naturally, like, float back up. Yeah. So it mm-hmm. takes time. Yeah, for sure. To a degree, definitely. Is there anything else you want others to know about you or what matters to you? Oh, they know so much about me now. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> uh, we just aired your life. Yeah, here and I all am. your split chins. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. If you want to check out the scars, let me know. Um, I don't know. I, I just want people to, to live and be free. <laughs> mm. And, yeah, there's, a, there's the balance between loosening up and being mm. responsible. And I think just finding that balance is a pretty much the coolest spot you can be in so Hmm. and it's it's an everyday thing definitely I think and every choice you make is a choice you make every day 
Mm. And even yeah, if that's like forgiveness or anything, it's every day you make that decision. It's not like a one and done thing, which takes a lot of perseverance, but it's worth it. There is something very valuable in hearing that um, and just reminding, reminding ourselves and, and, and accepting that it is a daily decision. Uh, forgiveness sometimes is a daily decision that mm-hmm. I forgive you today, but I'm still working through that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to choose again tomorrow that. Or I'm, I'm fighting for my future and what I hope for and what I want, and I'm going to continue to choose that every day. Yeah. We don't get to just say, okay, and then we never struggle with it again. We're still human. <laughs> right. It goes back to that <laughs> humanness. That, just uh, so human. Yeah. We're mm. just so human. And mm. that's beautiful. Sue, thank you so much. It's been awesome. I am uh, selfishly so happy anytime I get to hang out with you. (laughs) (laughs) But this has been so intentional, and I've gotten to hear just so clearly and specifically your heart uh, in ways that I really think are so valuable for other people to to listen into and to understand. And I think you've encouraged a lot of people today and hopefully inspired a lot as well to to keep going, to press into what life has, and to, uh, to think of others, yeah. to love someone else. And you can do that with a genuine smile on your face. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for having me. I feel like I've learned a lot, <laughs> too. And yeah, these questions are amazing. So. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from, I really enjoyed this, or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life, or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from, I really enjoyed this, or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life, or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.